Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Barons. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, unless you live under a rock, you probably know that we've seen our share of flooding, not only in Susquehanna County, but throughout the Northeast over the last couple of years. And while we can't control the storms or the flooding events, we can, at least to some degree, control how to mitigate flood events. So today we're discussing a term called floodways. So let's start out with what is a floodway? So a floodway means the channel of a river or other water course and the adjacent land areas that must be reserved in order to discharge the base flood without cumulatively increasing the water surface elevation more than a designated height. Maybe that kind of goes over someone's head per se. I mean, it, it kind of did when you're saying it. Um, so we'll explore it further as we go throughout the, the show. Um, but you probably heard the word floodplain. So how is a floodplain different from a floodway? And like I said, don't want to confuse the listeners, um, but you are probably familiar with the term floodplain. So a floodplain or a flood hazard area is the 100-year floodway that a maximum area of land is likely to be flooded by a 100-year flood. This is easily found by looking up FEMA floodplain maps, and they're actually generated on FEMA's website. So if you've never been there, I encourage you to do so, uh, especially if you have a stream, river on your property, some type of water course. Uh, get familiar with your floodway and your floodplain. Uh, we'll have a link to that actual website on our website. Um, so you can check that out. Uh, so hopefully we haven't confused you too much. Um, so what do we need to know about floodplains and floodways? Yep, so you're probably wondering at this point why this really pertains to the general public and why you need to know about it. I guess the easy answer is floodways and floodplains are designated as such to discourage development within these boundaries. And while the Conservation District does review floodplain development in some cases, we are delegated by the Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection to regulate floodways, which are designated as 50 feet from the top of the bank, unless otherwise shown on FEMA flood maps. I think that's a fair rule of thumb too. It, you know, if people aren't familiar with the floodways and that term, um, it, it's kind of a rule of thumb, at least in our job, uh, to go out to a site and say, well, this is most likely the floodway right here. Uh, so you can measure it 50 feet from the top of your bank of your creek or stream, uh, river, and, and that's either side. Uh, unless, of course, there's a, a steep slope, or like I said earlier, uh, FEMA-generated maps show otherwise. So, how can knowing where the floodway is help reduce flooding? Well, here's the short answer. People love to store their stuff near streams and rivers. And we see this all the time. We go out to sites um, where people are storing campers, they're storing boats, cars, bikes, you know, scrap piles, especially sheds. And even, unfortunately, they store fill or they try to fill in the floodway with dirt, stone, other types of debris. 
but these items are prohibited from being placed in the floodway due to, you guessed it, floods and their, their potential uh, and the potential to wash those items downstream. Uh, worse yet, the same items I just mentioned that have been stored in the floodway now have the ability to get caught up in debris piles. Debris piles are simply those piles that end up uh, right by your bridges, your culverts, nearby roadways, and unfortunately that causes the infrastructure to fail during the flood. Um, and that really means, or what it boils down to is higher taxes. So if you have a bridge that fails uh, because your scrap pile washed down the stream, ended up in front of the bridge and blocked the water um, and basically wiped out your bridge, um, that's going to mean more taxpayer dollars to, to pay for those repairs. So really, uh, if you want to save money uh, and want to save property, etc., um, get those things out of the floodway. To sum it all up, what's the bottom line here? The uh, bottom line basically is if you have a stream, a creek, a brook, or a river on your property, so pretty much any water flowing through your property, know where your floodway is. That's really important. Um, so again, it's 50 feet from the top of the bank on both sides, unless that area is defined by the FEMA maps. Removing movable items from the floodway, as we've talked about, can really reduce the impacts of flooding downstream. And this can save, you know, not only your own property, but your neighbor's property and potentially taxpayer dollars. Yeah, so hopefully that um, enlightened you to that fact. Uh, you know, it's well overlooked. Uh, like we discussed, a lot of people use a storage area. So uh, we discourage you to do so um, and plan for the future. Uh, we do have some events we'd like to mention today. The first one's at Salt Spring State Park, and that is on December 12th at 1 p.m. And they're calling this Winter Snow Fun. So hopefully we have some snow on the ground. Uh, they mentioned getting out and seeing some winter wonders, such as animal tracks, the snow drifts, and the winter landscape. The park will provide snowshoes or ice cleats and poles, so you just have to bring your winter boots. If the weather does not cooperate, they will reschedule. Uh, so the fee is $5, $15 for family, and if you remember, it is free. Also at Salt Springs State Park on Sunday, December 13th, which is this Sunday at 1 p.m., they will be having holiday centerpieces and nature crafts. So you'll take a walk and gather some of nature's treasures to create a piece of art. You can make a wreath, an ornament, or a centerpiece. They ask that you bring your creativity, a container to take your art home, and any accessories you may want to add. They also ask that if you have your own tools, such as a glue gun, scissors, or glue, that you bring them along as well. If you don't have them, they will have a limited quantity to share. And all activities are outside, so dress for the weather. The fee is $5 and free for members. And then over on the rail trails, uh, they have three events going on. Uh, one would be the Walking Mondays, and that's every Monday in December at 9 a.m. They also have Yoga Walk December 12th, uh, which is this Saturday, and that's at 10 a.m. at the Forest 
city trailhead. And then the third event they have listed is the Full Moon Hike. And that's December 29th at 7 p.m. I guess that does it for today's show. If you have questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hubert saying, enjoy the outdoors.